What up again guys, Giselle Mirasol here, coming at you in this episode live from the beautiful country of Taiwan. This is the third episode of the Cross Yas podcast, and with this episode, I'll talk about going out in public as a cross-dresser. I'm here with my cousins, enjoying the hustle and bustle city of Taipei, and we're having an awesome time so far, finally relaxing after a grueling 14-hour flight. And currently, I am wearing a beautiful red dress that I purchased online. Shout out to Fashion Nova, by the way, guys. Hey, Fashion Nova. They got some cute and cheap stuff. Definitely check them out. I'm feeling great, but I am a bit tired. That jet lag be doing that sometimes, you know? Also, this is not the first time I've cross-dressed internationally. I've cross-dressed in Japan a couple years ago, and I had a fun time. Even if I got some strange looks from people. Don't care, still dressed. Clothes and food here in Taiwan are pretty cheap. But the sizes, guys, ugh, the sizes, especially on the clothes, are a little on the smaller side. Being an American from the United States, and I have to add from the United States, because technically, people from South America could be considered American too. So I like to make the distinction when I say I'm American, that I'm from the United States of America. Although, in today's world, you could argue it's not the best thing to bring up. Anywho, clothes purchased here in Taiwan just don't seem meant for the common person of the United States. Well, maybe like the really thin USA ladies. Fortunately, that's not me. I'm sort of a bigger girl. Shout out to Rice Guys. What up, carbs? You know, it's the reason most Americans are fat, right? It's carbs and sugar. I think I remember reading in an article how the USA has the second highest number of obese adults in the world. Second only to Mexico. I believe it. I mean, have you guys had Mexican food? Tortillas, tamales, sopas. Mmm, so delicious. Sorry, Mexico. Sorry you guys have such delicious food. That makes it so difficult not to overeat. But luckily, I brought my own clothes, even if it's meant for someone bigger. Damn, why are people here so thin? Got a girl feeling all plump and stuff. Anyways, with this episode, I'll talk about the challenges cross-dressers face going out in public. I'll also talk about my experiences, including my first time ever going out, which was quite memorable. Then lastly, I'll talk about how I enjoy my cross-dressing now in the public eye. So here's episode three, guys. I hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, just want to talk about Anchor real quick. You know I love Anchor so much. They've helped me so much with this podcast. It's free, and they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So download the free Anchor app, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Really, guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead and go to it. It's great. Always scary for the non-public crossdresser to go out on their first time crossdress. It's true doing anything unfamiliar. The fear and anxiety can be overwhelming. Usually, crossdressers hide their crossdressing from the public, but they will start to express themselves by wearing female undergarments underneath their male clothes. For example, some men will wear panties instead of boxers or briefs, and they'll wear pantyhose or tights instead of socks underneath their pants. Some crossdressers will even wear bras. Which I used to do. 
This have no purpose on me underneath my mail clothes. I mean, I wear bras when I get all dolled up for the, like, the night on the town, that's Giselle, but when I wear them underneath my mail clothes, I stop because they serve no purpose. They just got in the way. But for some men, especially those with more chest fat, they might. Now, I'm not making fun of those people who do have more chest fat, but on men, sometimes they're referred to as man boobs. Which makes sense. You are bra with boobs. Hey, don't get me wrong. I'd love a pair of boobs any way I can get them. I just don't have that luxury with chest fat because I'm a bit skinny. Can't say the same for my belly though. Shout out to Buddha, by the way. I see him everywhere I go in Taiwan. So shout out to him for being the first ever glorified dad bod. Now, a lot of fear exists in the cross-dresser's mind on the reception they'll get from other people. Thoughts of, will I be accepted? Or what if so-and-so finds out? What will they say? A lot of this fear is irrational. I mean, fear in itself is irrational. It's all mind games we just play in our head. I've learned that when you want to go out in public, cross-dressed or not, everyone is so self-absorbed. They're thinking more about themselves and don't even have the time or day to think about anyone else. It's best to do whatever makes you happy. And if that means wearing women's clothes, then so be it. So men who desire to cross-dress beyond just the panties and pantyhose, like wear a dress, skirt, or heels in public, will introduce themselves slowly to the outside world. Sometimes this means restricting themselves to just outside the door of their house, maybe even their own backyard. And when they're ready, some cross-dressers will even walk to their car for a quick drive around the block. Now, if a cross-dresser is feeling a bit more adventurous, they may even drive to a fast food restaurant and grab food through the drive-thru. It's fairly harmless, as it's just ordering food in the safety of your own car, and people won't usually bat an eye to a cross-dresser ordering. Now, I remember the first time I ordered food in a drive-thru cross-dressed. I remember going to give my order on the drive-thru machine, and I thought to myself, hmm, should I use a girl voice or just speak normally? Now, I was so nervous, I remember that I initially started to order in a girl voice like hi can i just like that and then i coughed <clears throat> and just ordered normally like uh can i um, can i get can i get this like the number one thanks <laughs> i must have sounded like a kid going through puberty and when i got to the window i was so embarrassed but again like i said earlier they were so busy they didn't care they didn't care what i looked like they just wanted to get through the order fulfill it and get to the next customer as it was a busy line behind me my first public cross-dressing experience was kind of fun. Anxiety-inducing, but again, kind of fun. The first time I went out, it wasn't just through a drive-thru. It was probably around Halloween time. I was about 18 or 19 years old. This wasn't with Jennifer, thank God, but with an old high school friend of mine. I wasn't Giselle just yet, but really, I didn't know who I was. I was just a guy who liked to wear women's clothes. So I was invited to a college Halloween party by the same high school friend. She said it was a costume party, so my friend told me, hey, wear your best costume. That was music to my ears. I remember what I wore to it too. It was a traditional red Chinese dress paired with these cheap Payless size 11 boots that I found and some black tights. I even wore a wig, which I recall was very itchy and I hated it. It was one of those cheap eBay wigs, which looked great in photos, but man, the practical use of wigs and a lot of other stuff women wear just doesn't make sense to me. Price of beauty, I guess. Side note, guys, I hate wigs. 
I get sweaty in them, and my head has an odd shape so they don't fit that great. I am just not a fan. So much so, I'll even dedicate a whole episode on wigs sometime later in this podcast. So, I remember getting ready for the party at my friend's dorm. Why? Well, I couldn't do it at my house, and Jennifer didn't want me to dress up in girl clothes at her place. So, I asked my friend if I could dress up at her dorm. She said, sure, it's Halloween, and I should have fun. I mean, the closest thing to cross-dressing in public before this party was that I got to wear panties and pantyhose, even that bra for a short time, underneath my male clothes. Also, I didn't know what to do with makeup just yet, so I was scared. I asked my high school friend if she could help me, and she happily obliged. So we went shopping together, bought makeup, and she even showed me tips on how to apply it. She is an awesome friend. We're still friends today. Hi, Ellie. Love you lots, girl. So back to the party. There were lots of people there and even some old high school friends. All that anxiety that I had before I got to the party subsided as I got more comfortable in my outfit. I even got some compliments from other people there, one of which was from another high school classmate who happened to be at the party and told me, wow, what the heck, looking great, as he looked me up and down. That was the first compliment I had ever gotten, and definitely not the last. I'm not trying to brag about receiving a compliment on my look, but it was such a welcome feeling because as a guide to that point, I never really got them. Remember though, I didn't have any fashion sense whatsoever, so for my friend to compliment me was so refreshing. I never thought I'd be where I am today with my cross-dressing. I'm happier, I'm feeling free, and I'm open to more people about Giselle. I can even buy girl clothes in public and not even have to think twice that it'll be an issue. If you're a cross-dresser and haven't come to terms with being able to express yourself publicly, don't worry. It takes lots of practice and time to figure out what your relationship with cross-dressing is. My early experiences were heavily involved with me being able to pass. Today, well, I still find it important to pass as female, but it's not the end of the world if I don't. I wouldn't say other people's opinions of me don't affect me, because they do, even if it's a little bit. But also, I don't want to be clocked. And well, I've been clocked before on more than one occasion, which is yet another one of the many cross-dressers' biggest fears. In cross-dressing terms, to get clocked basically means you've been figured out that you're a guy, and not at all who you're attempting to be. I know, the other colloquial use for clocked means to be punched, as in, hey, that dude just got clocked. Took it right to the face. No. Although, I almost got close to being that kind of clocked, but I'll leave that story for another time. I have many instances where I've been clocked as Giselle, and I'll offer my most recent example. Last month, the Saturday night before Christmas, I dressed as Giselle to one of Las Vegas's busiest and most fun nightclubs, Trays. I was accompanied by my girlfriend, my male cousin, my female cousin, and her female best friend. My girlfriend and I, we've gone clubbing in Vegas many times prior, and usually we know what to expect. But my cousins and the best friend, well, this was their first time ever clubbing in Vegas. I'll set the scene for this wild night. Before entering Dre's, we had to wait in line. It was a cold, windy night, yet the line was filled with sexy, near-naked people eager to enter. I mean, there was some pretty people there. It's Vegas. It's common knowledge that hot and sexy people tend to congregate there, even in the middle of winter. All the women in the line were wearing their best clubbing attire. I'm talking women donning the shortest dresses, bodysuits, and some stunning heels. The fellas, well, they were sporting their best three-piece suits, nice blazers, 
and I even saw some tuxedos. I was one of those sexy looking women, at least I thought so, especially in my short red Fashion Nova dress I just recently purchased. I also had my real hair did, no wig of course, makeup sorta on point, it wasn't my best cause I was kinda in a rush, and even had some sexy heels on. Okay, the heels were sexy to me, alright. Ross has some great deals. Don't hate. So remember, this is December, in Las Vegas at like midnight. Vegas is a desert town, so if you know anything about deserts, they get hot as balls during the daytime, more so in the summer, but nighttime in Vegas, in the winter, can be pretty chilly. That night it was about 45 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit, so it takes a lot of dedication to wear these kind of club clothes in Vegas, or really, a lack thereof clothes. And we cross-dressers, we stay dedicated. And well, I stay slutty. We finally get to the cashier, because you have to pay to get into these clubs. The cover, this particular night, was $60 for men and $40 for women. Now why was there a cover and why was the cover so expensive? If you know anything about the club scene, especially in Vegas, it's usually free for women, and men pay a little surcharge. Or at least that's what I remember it to be. But this was pre-Christmas weekend, so it was going to be busy with people. So it's justified to have a fee for people to enter. But $60 and $40 seemed a bit steep. I guess on this night, there was a special guest performer, who was pretty well known in the USA, at least to me. It was Nelly. No, not Nelly Furtado, like, I'm like a bird, I'll only fly away. No, this is Dilemma Nelly, as in, no matter what I do, all I think about is you, or it's getting hot in here. Yeah, the Dilemma Chorus is sang by Kelly Rowland, but you get the point. Well, the five of us finally get to the cashier. Remember, it's three girls and two guys, but I'm dressed up as Giselle, so I want to be counted as a girl. I mean, I put in all this effort, the least I can do is save $20. So my cousin tells him, four girls and one guy. The cashier glances at our party and says, where's the other girl? I only see three girls and two guys while she gives me a disgusted face. Busted, y'all. I wish you'd have seen my face. I had that meme shock Pikachu look. You know, the one with the mouth open. I mean, I got all dolled up, endured the pain of heels, and it didn't even matter. Ugh, it's fine. It's fine. Or, like my girlfriend likes to say in her best Shannon Sharp meme voice, it ain't no problem. I was devastated. But to be fair, I stood out. Literally, I was the tallest in our party. I'm already 5'7". I wore two-inch heels, and if you had my spiked hair, well, you get the picture. So word to you other cross-dressers, find a group of people you can go out with where you're not the tallest, if, of course, you're not trying to get clocked. And maybe, consider flats. For me, passing in public is a personal goal of mine. I'd be lying to you if I said I don't strive to present as female in public, but when I'm Giselle, I love giving that illusion because presenting as a more feminine being is something I aim for when I cross-dress. Just on that one night clubbing in Vegas, I didn't have it. And you know what? Some days, maybe it's okay not having it. No one's perfect, and if you say you are, then let me ask you a question. Why even try anymore? I mean, if you've already achieved perfection, in theory, there's nothing more you can do. So stop lying. And I say, embrace what makes you different and love your own imperfections. But try and find ways to continue being a better version of yourself. 
Perfection may be your final destination, but try and enjoy the journey there. I strive to be a better crossdresser, and as I've said before, going out of Giselle is a fun experience, but I'm still learning. Learning every day about all sorts of things, like getting better at makeup, or picking better outfits, and even how to just be a better boyfriend. That last one may not sound like something that makes me a better crossdresser, but it definitely makes me a better version of myself. And hopefully, that translates to a better version of Giselle. Like, I used to lack confidence and be so scared about other people's perceptions of me. How I used to tense up as soon as I thought someone was looking at me differently. But now, now I'm just more relaxed and I'm finding comfort in my own individuality. But it doesn't mean I don't fear the unknown. So I remain diligent as I move forward. I welcome new experiences when I cross-dress as Giselle, but I try to pick safe places that I've been to before and go with people who I know are okay with my cross-dressing. Because there's those tragic horror stories you hear or don't hear about transgendered people being abused or worse, killed. The Human Rights Campaign Foundation, HRCF, the largest LGBT civil rights advocacy group in the United States, released a report last November entitled A National Epidemic, Fatal Anti-Transgender Violence in 2018. In the report, they claim that in 2018, 22 transgender people in the United States were reported murdered. That number may or may not alarm you, but consider, and the HRCF drives this point home, authorities, journalists, and family members refuse to acknowledge murder victims' gender identity. So really, there are probably lots more transgendered people out there being murdered, just no one wants to admit these victims are transgendered. There's lots of other relevant statistics in the HRCF report, and some important ones to highlight include a study found 84% of transgendered youth don't feel safe in the classroom, how 54% of transgendered people have experienced some sort of intimate partner violence, and 47% of transgendered people report having been sexually assaulted. You're probably asking, but isn't this a cross-dressing podcast, Giselle? Well, yes it is. And like I said before, some cross-dressers are transgendered. So I think it's important for me to talk about this topic because cross-dressers who are transgendered or people who are just discovering themselves and their own gender identity, well, they go on public and they may also face similar battles. So I wanted to spread light on this massive issue that I think isn't talked about enough. I think women, cross-dressers, transgendered people, and anyone really must be cognizant of their surroundings, especially when they are expressing themselves differently from a superficial standpoint. People hate being duped, so you gotta be upfront with people, but still somehow remain true to yourself. Like, I've been hit on clubs before dressed as Giselle, which is low-key, <laughs> very satisfying. Because, well, damn, Someone recognized me as a girl and even gathered enough courage to hit on me, let alone acknowledge me. Okay, I see you. But before anything gets out of hand, I tell them what I'm about, that I'm a cross-dresser, my name is Giselle, and how that's not my real name. I have a girlfriend, etc. I do that to communicate to the other person before we go too far so they don't get the wrong idea. Doesn't mean it won't stop their advances though, I've had instances where I'm dressed up as Giselle with my girlfriends at a club or a bar, and some people, mainly the thirsty drunk men, just don't take a hit. Like I've had drunk men hit on me aggressively, and sometimes, before I have the opportunity to say anything, they've already been 
touching me and making unwarranted sexual advances. Like, come on guys, you're better than that. You've got other communication skills. So what usually happens is I get this awkward look on my face. I'll try to back away from the guy or excuse myself and move away. But yep, some men don't take the hint, usually the drunk men, and they kiss you on your cheek or grind their private parts all over you. Real original, guys. So yeah, in that sense, I've experienced sexual assault, even if it's as minor as hand touching your waist or a boner all up on you. That shit is just wrong. Flattering, sure, but please, unless it's asked for, just put it away. Surprisingly, I have not yet gotten hammered as Giselle. I know, hammered as in drunk or inebriated from alcohol. And it's a risk I'm not willing to take. I'm already a sleepy drunk and at times become pretty incoherent. So as Giselle, I know not to go over my limit. It really makes you think though, especially if you ever wanna put yourselves in a woman's literal shoes to see how vulnerable you really are and maybe how vulnerable some women must feel. Cause when I'm dressed, I do feel that sense of weakness. Not saying all women are weak and feeble, but you can somewhat relate to the helplessness some women feel. You're almost like, like prey. Sometimes as Giselle, if I remember out in public, I do get random negative thoughts of, I really hope not to get assaulted today or hope this outfit doesn't get me killed. Terrible thoughts, I know, but I do think them occasionally, especially because I like to wear revealing clothing in public when I'm expressing myself as Giselle. And yes, I know it is wrong to assume based on what someone is wearing that they'll be assaulted. But what kind of image am I portraying by wearing such skimpy clothing? Because you know, there are those men out there who might get the wrong idea. But men, there are ways to approach someone, cross-dresser or not, without pure aggression. Because guess what? Some guys and gals just aren't into that. I sure am not. Not saying that sexual assault is limited only to men being perpetrators, but you kind of feel violated when a thirsty dude is all over you and you're just trying to have a good time. Like all you want to do is dance with your friends and for some reason these horny and desperate guys just like getting all up on you. It's like, damn bro, can I breathe? Chill. I want to be safe. It's what your caring mom always tells you, right? At least my mom tells me all the time. Be careful and be safe. My mom is a bit overprotective and sometimes I think she says things like, be safe, just to say it. But my mom, and like every mom, is usually right. She's right when she says, hey, remember to pack a sweater or brush your teeth before you go to bed or don't sit too close to the TV, but also be safe. I mean, all those things I mentioned, my mom is really looking out for my safety. But how am I supposed to be safe when my mom is not around? Well, simple, by avoiding situations where I know where there will be danger. Trust your gut. If something inside is telling you this is probably gonna lead to a bad situation, believe it. Cause it's probably telling the truth. I never know how people will react when I'm Giselle, so I proceed with caution before going out. This should be true for anyone, not just cross-dressers. Know your surroundings and know your way out. So be safe. Thanks, mom. I do hope that one day a transgender person or a cross-dresser can just be themselves in public without fear of persecution from others. But there's always going to be those people out there who will hate, regardless of whatever you do. The haters gonna hate mentality has some truth to it. And really, 
You just got to look past the haters because the haters are everywhere. I'm talking the homophobes, the racists, the people out there who just take pleasure in your mental and physical anguish because they know you're different. Forget those people. They wish they could have our confidence and they wish they could look this good in heels and a dress. They hate us because they ain't us. Crossdressers and transgender people who mind their business but have the courage to go out in public, I mean, you guys are awesome and just being yourselves. Go you. So crossdressers and transgender people, don't look at this as a pity woohoo. Look at this as a round of applause. You're the pioneers to normalizing what it means to be transgender and a crossdresser in today's society. As long as you're not maliciously hurting anyone, be proud of what you are and remain confident in who you are. Doesn't matter if you're a crossdresser, transgender person, or someone who differs from the everyday norm. You should be comfortable in your own body. So love it. It's yours and no one else's. So own up to the joy in being yourself. The world will appreciate you more when you start to appreciate yourself. And that's it for this episode, guys. Thank you again for lending an ear to the Cross Yas podcast. With each new week, I try to offer more information about cross-dressing and definitely more insight about my own life. Maybe you learned something, maybe you didn't, because, well, maybe you already knew all of this, which I have to say, hey, that's great. I'll be back next week with an episode about relationships and cross-dressing. That episode is going to be a doozy. Tune in for sure to that one. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my time here in Taiwan with my cousins and update y'all soon with the rest of my cross-dressing experience while I'm here. Don't forget, if you guys liked what you heard, subscribe, follow, like, comment, all that jazz. If you guys want to share your own story, do it. Let me know. I love your feedback and love just hearing from you guys in general. I'm also trying the social media thing too, guys. Follow me on the Cross Yas podcast on Twitter with the handle at Cross Yas. That's at C-R-O-S-S-Y-A-A-S. We're also now on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts too. So follow us there if you haven't already. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, keep it fresh, remain blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything, but I'm here to offer my story. And I hope that in turn, you learn more about me, maybe learn more about yourself, and it teaches you a little more about the world of cross-dressing. <laughs>